You are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities, where we, I, you, dig up that crazy stuff from 1965 to about 1980, give or take a year or two, stuff that you never heard before, soundtracks that to movies that don't play anywhere, you can't even get them, can't even watch them. But soundtracks were released sometimes, and such is the case tonight. But first, I wanted to wish a happy birthday to my friend from Moscow, Russia, Ekaterina Brikova, who turns... Well, a lady never tells, but this particular person did some fantastic voiceover work for my next project, and we became friends. My next project is a... An album will be released in May, but I will talk about that. Oh, I will talk about that. But anyway, that's how I met my friend Ekaterina, or Kay, as we say. Happy birthday, Kay. I hope you have a great rest of the day. And why aren't you in bed already? Because it's Moscow. Gosh darn it. We are playing some nutty stuff tonight. Nutty. Let's see. First thing we're going to play is, hey, do you remember when I played you that disco record by Freddie Cannon? Well, I just can't even talk about this guy. It's going to take too long. All you need to know is that there was a guy in the 70s named Marty Allen who was on every Every game show, every talk show, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Match Word and Password and, oh, every single place you could name. Oh, he was he was big on the Hollywood Squares. And he started off with a partner named Rossi. Um, I'm going to get into Rossi a little bit later, but I'm going to just talk about the fact that Marty Allen... Yeah, he was on every show. You knew who he was. He had that big, crazy hairdo, the black hair that looked like a pipe cleaner, sort of like a uh, My Aunt Joan or Eraserhead. And Marty Allen was very funny. He reminded me of my aunts. But he was on this. He was in this comedy team, and they actually did a bunch of records. And one of the records I just found was a comedy record that they did based on the song Sway, which was a big hit for Bobby Rydell in 1961, and he redid it later. The first recording that was released was Dean Martin's version. Dean Martin and the orchestra, whatever, something. But kids of the day knew this song by the Bobby Rydell recording. And for some reason, in 1976, Alan and Rossi made fun of it by recording this. Eat me, eat me, I'm a lollipop, a lollipop, a lollipop. Eat me, eat me, I'm a tootsie roll. 
a tootsie roll, a tootsie roll. Eat me, eat me, I'm a jelly bean, a jelly bean, a jelly bean. Eat me, eat me, I'm an icicle, an icicle, an It's a game. 
Pleasure and pain, 
I'm not supposed to like that. I'm not supposed to like that, but after listening to it a few times, I've decided that I like that. I like it. It it wasn't a big hit, didn't go anywhere, but I like it. Especially that I'm fly. Interesting little chord progression there. So we open that set with um, Marty Allen and his partner, whose name escapes me, Allen and Rossi with their version of Sway. Supposed to be funny. Same joke over and over again. So I don't know. But... After that, I played two long dance mixes by a guy named Dennis Parker, who is a, after reading his story, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's kind of tragic. Dennis Parker was not his name at birth, but he wanted to be in show business, so he adopted that name. And started making adult films. And they were straight porn films. Some of them famous. If you're, if you know that industry well, some of those movies are, are famous, revered. But he was gay. He made some gay porn but he made straight porn too, which is interesting. I'm not sure how that works, but a gig is a gig. So he made straight porn, but he lived a gay lifestyle. And one day he was at a bar and he met a guy named Jacques Morali. Now you would know Jacques Morali because he is the fellow behind the Ritchie family who did that big bold cover of the song Brazil had a hit with that but mostly as the leader of the village people he co-wrote all those songs he came up with the image all of those uniforms are based on gay stereotypes or gay archetypes or whatever but that's what they were patterned after and Jacques Morali was another guy who was just determined to be a star and he was a huge star behind the scenes and he met this guy and he said I will make you a star and he didn't but he produced this album with these big long productions of of these these fun little disco numbers and so this didn't go anywhere and the relationship with Jacques Morali soured and Jacques Morali was was obsessed with this Dennis Parker who was beautiful he had that 70s mustache long flowing hair and a strong chin with a little cleft on it you know you can look him up Look his pictures up, Dennis Parker. And then after that, he, after after his relationship with the Jacques Morali sort of tanked, 
He wanted to do serious roles. He did not want to be just in that under culture, underworld or whatever. So he got a gig with a soap opera. And the soap opera was... Come on. Um, come on. Um, I, I, I can't pull it up right now. I'm sorry. But he was in this soap opera, and he was not very good. He was not a very good actor. I've seen, I've seen his uh, appearances, and he's pretty stiff. Did that come out right? I'm sorry. Did that? Anyway, before that, he wanted to be in Can't Stop the Music, and Jacques Morelli promised him a role in Can't Stop the Music, but that didn't happen. The Edge of Night. Thank you. So people of a certain age will remember there was a soap opera on NBC called The Edge of Night, and he played the part of this hard-as-nails detective who wouldn't take any guff from the system although he was the system anyhow then he contracted AIDS and got sicker and sicker could not appear on the show anymore and it was just as well because the show itself got cancelled shortly after but not because he left but he died in 1984 an early casualty of more American shame and it never stops, does it? American shame. Uh, shame defines America. It defines it. But all in all, this guy had a great life. Except for the end part, but great life as opposed, you know, anyway, he met Jacques Morali. He pretended to really like him. I don't think he liked him as much as Jacques Morali liked him. But he recorded these big records and that was pretty neat. So if you get a chance, read the story of Dennis Parker. There's lots of it floating around. Don't let him be forgotten because I think it's an interesting success success story. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities playing music from 1965 to 1980 or thereabouts. So it is with this next thing I'm going to play you. So I'm a big fan of a website called Discogs because Discogs, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And another thing I like is uh, 45cat.com because 45cat.com has an adjacent website that just has albums on it. So you'd see a, like a graph of nine albums and nine album covers from all over the place as far as time and place is concerned. You click on one of them and it takes you to Slippery When Wet by Bon Jovi or The Lamb Lays Down on Broadway by Genesis or R.O.C.K. by Elvis Presley or eight days, or excuse me, um, help by the Beatles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anything you can imagine, pretty much on on forty fives, forty five cat. 
including the album I'm going to play for you now. I'm going to play you side one. Why? Well, we at the station are not allowed to play four songs by the same artist. I understand that. But these songs I'm going to play you are from an album called The Gene Pitney Show. Now, Gene Pitney had hits in the 60s, all sorts of hits, and they weren't confined to just the early 60s. There was, uh, he was in the top 25, top 20 with a song called Love Grows. No, She's a Heartbreaker. And um, so he stopped charting at that point. That was 68. But his first hit in the United States was Town Without Pity, which I love. That's a song where the production and the musicianship and everything come together to give you the feeling of a town without pity, whatever that is. And it was recorded on Musicore. Musicore was the label. And Musicore pretty much had one big, big star. The big star was Gene Pitney. They had other artists that you would know, other songs that hit pretty well. Uh, Jimmy Radcliffe, The Platters, after their first initial group of hits, they they stayed together and then they signed with Musicore. So you're going to hear The Platters. This album I have is not Gene Pitney live. None of it is live. There is no crowd. There is no audience. There is no PA system. There is nothing. All it is is Musicore getting Gene Pitney together, Gene Pitney's hits of the time together with other lesser, 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 lesser known artists and hoping to ride his fame so that maybe people will hear it and it'll go on to start a sort of a cascade of fame for these other music core artists. It did not happen. So it's a unique curio of the 60s in that this recording star could be leveraged in a fake, utterly fake conceit, utterly fake concept to try to push over these other recording stars, recording artists from Musicore, and it did not work out. But I want you to hear this, and you and I are going to be hearing this for the first time because I just bought it on Discogs, and it was sealed when I bought it. Now, you're thinking, what if this is worth something someday? It said on the sticker, 45 cents. So if somebody wanted it, they would have snapped it up by now. And now you and I can hear it together. Let's listen. This is the Gene Pitney Show tonight in person, although he's not, with these other groups <laughs> that I'm not sure he ever met. Final so pure. Hi, gang, I'm Joe O'Brien, and this is the Gene Pitney Show. Are you ready? Are you ready? 
the star of our show, one of the truly great names in America, just as popular in Europe and South America. Let's welcome him. And his latest hit, Backstage. A thousand hands applaud tonight. I sing my songs, my star shines bright. I stop and smile, I take my bow. I leave the stage and then somehow backstage I'm lonely backstage I cry You've gone away and each night I seem to die a little Out on that stage I'll play the star I'm famous now I've come so far A famous fool I let love go So backstage, I'm lonely Backstage I cry Hating myself since I let you say goodbye <laughs> Every night a different girl Every night a different club And yet I'm lonely all the time when I sign my autograph When I hold an interview And get you out of my mind Come back, my love Come back to me I need you now So desperately What good is fame? It's just a game I'd give it all To be the same
Listen to me I've seen it happen Too many times Oh yeah Put that girl Out of your mind Oh yeah Your mind Oh yeah singers for you right now. Let's go, fellas. Let me in or keep me out. Tell me now, don't make me doubt. Good or bad, just tell me that. I gotta know just where you're at. Her dad's been here once before. Open up or close the door. Take this personality. I only am what I can be. On and on the record spins, but I can't read its size. Keep me out or let me in, don't run away and hide. It's a war and no ordeal, I'm no doubt of how you feel. Even come to change your mind, and you tangle up my mind. I'm not asking you to change, your ideas I can't arrange. One and one do not make three, only am what I can be. But I can't read inside Keep me out or let me in Don't run away and hide In the morning of our deal I've no doubt of how you feel Even come to change your mind And you tangle up my mind I'm not asking you to change Your ideas I can't arrange Be as high as the sky, be as free as the sea. Wow! 
Treasure loving you 
thousand times. And now, Danny and Diego. Glitter and gold. Girl, I know what he can give you. Every single day you live here will be wearing Paris gowns and diamond rings. Ain't nothing he can buy you, and I cannot tell a lie. You know, with me, you'll never get those things. But glitter and gold never could keep you warm at night. You'll be eating caviar and riding in a chauffeur's car And all your friends will say how lucky can she be He'll be keeping you in style, but you remember all the while What happiness you used to have with me Do you hear that? Obvious fake noise. Obvious. I mean, who would listen to this and say, yeah, this is good? <sighs> because some of the performances are all right. Some of the, the recordings are, are pretty good, but made worse by the break-in of the announcer and um, especially the fact that there is crowd noise, but it's really poorly done. It's like... There's a tape recording of crowd noise in the studio and they have to like start it and it like that. 
It's just really, really bad. So all the rumors are true. This is horrible. But you heard Gene Pitney with his song Backstage, which uh, was one of his last hits. Then uh, The Critters with Georgiana. The Bitter End Singers with Let Me In or Keep Me Out. Teddy and the Pandas with Once Upon a Time. The Platters with I Love You a Thousand Times. And Danny and Diego with Glitter and Gold. What do you think? I think it's an interesting little curio of, of desperation. It's, the Musicor labor, label had one last hit in the 70s with a song called Popcorn by a synthesizer group called Hot Butter. You know the song. It goes I remember listening to it on the AM radio back in the day. That song would come on and I'd get all excited. I would love to meet the guys in Hot Butter, I'd say to myself. But it wasn't to be. On the Music Corps label in 1970, there was a studio group called The Street People that had a couple of songs make the pop charts. Uh, Jennifer Tompkins and Escape. Wait, and Thank You Girl from uh, 1970 or so. I just said, and the group included Rupert Holmes, who had gained far better recognition as a solo artist in the late 70s with his number one song escape the pina colada song so i could play this album all the way through do you want me to either one of you want me to play the whole thing all the way through i could but i won't this is gilbert neal decides orphans and oddities on whup 104.7 if you're driving around downtown Hillsboro. And I've got a lot more obscurities to come. I do. Do you know who my favorite singer of the last part of the 60s was? My favorite male crooner. I told you a couple weeks ago. Why don't you listen to me? Tony Bruno. I love Tony Bruno. And as we discussed, he did some music for the movie Debbie Does Dallas 2. And the song was not titled under Tony Bruno. It was titled under someone else. I can't remember who the song was called. Um, She's Got to Have It. She's got to have it. So get it up. She's got to have it. I love, love, love that song. Everything about it is so greasy and uncomfortable. I love it. So Tony Bruno did the music in the literal sense for the movie from 1974 called The Last Porno Flick. And it's not a porno flick. It's about these guys who want to make one kind of movie, but they end up getting roped into making another kind of movie to finance 
the movie they want to do. And I saw the soundtrack was available, and I snapped it up. I'm wondering which listen to this.
You are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D Sides Orphans and Oddities. Hiya. Thanks for listening in whatever form, be it live on the radio worldwide. On WHUPLP WHUPFM.org or driving around Hillsboro 104.7 FM. So that was Tony Bruno. And I don't know who was singing that last one. I, could, I guess I could find out. I didn't have time this week. But um, pretty good songs from uh, the last porno flick uh, original sound, soundtrack. I think that movie might have played on HBO during its uh, initial testing days in Buffalo, New York. We were lucky enough to be one of the first cities to have it. And we had to have it. And we did. Don't know what that means. All right. So we started with This Time You're Right, and then Love Was Born Today. I can imagine that was uh, playing during, you know, two kids smooching each other. Perhaps only smooching. Coming up now. Let me ask you something. When I say, Brandy, that's a small thing, and the bottom, she's a bottom thing, and the bottom. Just a pineapple and a bottle of whiskey and wine. To say this a bender, you'll find ya. What a good way of you and boy. Mama Lord, my little lady. Of course, you think of that band. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, Looking Glass. And they had one big hit in the United States, and it was Brandy. Good song. You might have heard a parody of it. Well, not a parody, but a reference to it on The Simpsons. When I think Lisa's aunt is singing her goodnight song. My wife, I love her, Melanie. What does it say? But do you know that the fellow who sang that song, his name was Elliot Lurie. And he was the fellow that wrote that song. And after the band broke up, he continued with a solo career. A solo career. Now, you don't know who Elliot Lurie is because it didn't work out. Didn't go very well. Even though he did try ringers like this one. You're a rich girl, and you've gone too far But you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on your old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far And it really don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far Get you too far You never be strong 
Are you a fan of the Beatles? Are you a fan of Genesis? Because that's where, what you just heard, that's where they met, sort of intertwined. I mean, I'm not counting the Phil Collins appearance in A Hard Day's Night. In 1975... Uh, 1974 you just heard a recording of I'm the Greatest which was a song off Ringo's 1973 Triumph and that version you just heard was by David Henschel who released an album on synthesizer of song for song aping of Ringo's big album on Ringo's new album or excuse me on Ringo's new record company Ringo Records so I'm not sure if Ringo owed tax money or he was trying to escape tax money or he was trying to spend money so he wouldn't get taxed or whatever but if you want a really weird approximation of Ringo's album, a cover of his album, Song by Song, then you should get this album by David Henschel. And if you listen closely, you could hear drum performance by Phil Collins. He was already in Genesis and they were already on the ascent. I think they had just finished recording Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Maybe they were touring or not touring or something, but... Phil Collins plays on this album by David Henschel. And then David Henschel went on to produce four albums for Genesis, starting with Trick of the Tail and continuing through Duke. And for some reason, I don't know why, but they really stunk after that. I don't know if David Henschel was the reason, but all I know is that people, prog love and folk like me, really do enjoy those first four Phil Collins era albums. Don't we? Don't we? Uh, before that, Fantasia on Eleanor Rigby from a group called Therapy. And if you're wondering, a man named Dave Shannon played guitar in that. Very good. Before that, Elliot Laurie with a song called Disco from 1975. And then his cover of the Hall & Oates hit Rich Girl from 1976 but it didn't go anywhere and he didn't go anywhere so that was that now he does uh endless oldies tours and sings brandy brandy yes i'm making up the lyrics this is gilbert neal d-sides orphans and oddities and i hope you're enjoying tonight's show i think it's a pretty good one as local shows go I have something now for you. Uh, more vinyl. More vinyl. More vinyl for you. So I am, as you know, a big fan of the Les Humphreys singers. And I have their greatest hits CD that was made in Germany, of course, and had all their hits in Germany, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it has Sing Sang Song on it, so it doesn't really count because that wasn't hit. But anyway, 
I thought I would plunk down the old do-re-mi to get myself an actual vinyl copy of Les Humphreys. So I looked on the Discogs, and I found that there was an album, relatively inexpensive, called Carnival. I don't mind that song so much, Carnival. But I thought I'd buy it, and I'd play it for you. Not I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm not going to break the four-song rule. But I am going to play you four songs. The first four from this Carnival album. Because I think it's... It's probably going to be really awful. But for those of you who don't know, Les Humphreys was a an English expat to Germany. He lived in Germany, formed this vocal group that uh, tried to capture the sensibility of the hair movement. Uh, the age of Aquarius, all that. So interracial, intercultural, many, many countries, and all under the tutelage and piano of this fella, Les Humphreys, from England, who spoke good German. Go look for clips of them. They're a happy, happy group. They recorded many kinds of albums, some party records where all the songs go into one another, some instrumentals, some this, some that, I don't know. But I bought this album and it's called Carnival, and I thought you might enjoy hearing it. Let's see here. Let's see how this goes. I'm, in, I'm sorry in advance. Here we go. Come on.
don't You think I'm always making First you heal, then you don't Your mind is unawakened To the words I tell you again and again You're a girl with a lonely kind of man Lonely kind of Why I trouble to tell to you A wild soul
<laughs> What'd you think? Ah. Les Humphrey Singers. Side one, four tracks, ah, and a whole bunch of Americana. You know, Les Humphrey Singers started with Feel Good Religion, as I've said, and then started singing about the American South, like Kentucky Dew and Square Dance. Dixie is on this album. Carnival. All sorts of stuff. It's not bad. I like I like this album. I think I'll be playing more of it. Maybe be getting myself another Les Humphrey Singers album. Another and another and another. You can't stop me. This is Gilbert Neal, D Sides Orphans and Oddities. I'm reaching the end of wanting to talk, and you're reaching the end of wanting to listen. So, until 8 o'clock, I'm going to be playing... Let me hear this. This is going to be good. Let's... Uh, here, CD, CD, CD1. Listen to this. Oops. I'd like to sing the music lighted with the heat of a song. I drew the flags high on the stick of the wind. I sent the lions to my neighbor's seeds of dream in my bedroom floor the leaves will know their way to reach out the sun and their woods keep just going down going down but all the people
I'm heading west for the coast, gonna make the most of what you gave me. And oh, it's such a rainy day. I'll just wait for the sun, then be back on the run tomorrow. Sometimes I'm torn between a Pennsylvania autumn and a sunset. On the California coastline, watch the sun sink low behind the ocean. Lying in the sun all day, watch the surfers try to catch a wave. Hey, hey. Just packing my jeans and my old six string and I'm gone Pennsylvania I've seen a show But now I've just got to go If I have a mind to Sometimes I'm torn Between a Pennsylvania autumn And a sunset
It is just about 8 p.m. And these sounds indicate it is time. W-H-U-P 